You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in our show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies you can use to transform your own life. Today, we're going to be talking to Gail Kreitzer about quieting the mind, a key aspect of any personal growth plan. And Gail is the founder of Little Big Things and the creator of dashboarding. Using the dashboarding organizational process, Gail works with schools, businesses, and individuals to declutter their minds so they can stay focused on what is most important to them. Gail, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. My my first question is always, what superpower did you uncover as a result of mastering your mind? Without a doubt, without a doubt, um, the superpower that I have honed is really helping people um, reconnect with themselves again. Because we all live in such a fast-paced world, we have so much going on, and we are, in many cases, just buried underneath a lot of clutter emotional, physical, mental clutter, that we lose that very important connection with ourselves. So I think that's really my superpower is I help people reconnect with themselves and I really am passionate about helping people live in the present. That is a beautiful goal. (laughs) And so how, how do you do that? How do you help people to get so that they're not buried under all of that clutter? Okay, so I will share my true story. Um, I'm a former HR professional, and several years ago, when my teenage daughters were little, I was doing it all, working really hard, firing on all cylinders, and I was just out of my mind busy. I was highly reactive. I was yelling. I was always, you know, I was getting everything done, but I was just super, super stressed. And one day I was outside screaming at my kids to get in the car. And as I was screaming at them, the UPS man rounded the corner to drop off a package in the driveway. And I'll never forget, he overheard everything that I was saying to my kids. And I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. He didn't even flinch because I'm sure he's seen it all, right? Um, So he was just like, have a great day, Gail, dropped the package and left. And it was really the first time, Kristen, that I heard myself. And I'll never forget, I was like, wow, when did I become this person? Okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what sparked my journey into trying to figure out, you know, how to feel less overwhelmed. And... What, it, what I ended up doing is, you know, I looked around me and I was like, everybody's overwhelmed. It's not just me. You know, it's men, it's uh, children, it's working, non-working. It doesn't matter. We live in a fast-paced world. It's speeding up and there's just tons of things coming at us. So I did all sorts of the typical things to try to be less overwhelmed. I focused on time management. I focused on, you know cleaning my house and and getting organized at my desk. And none of that really helped. Um, A lot of these 
tools that we had been using. So um, in an effort to really figure it out myself, I started thinking, I'm like, you know, where does the overwhelm begin? It really begins in the mind. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I have so many thoughts, short-term tasks, long-term tasks, no-term tasks, thoughts, ideas, and worries that I'm holding on to in my brain because I don't know where else to put it, right? I mean, I think everyone can relate to that. You might have certain organizational apps or notebooks or calendars, but invariably you're left with some things that you just don't know where to put them. So that's what sparked my interest in, like I said, figuring it out. And I grabbed some simple home office supplies and quite unexpectedly, a whole new approach to mental organization began to unfold. I began to feel so much better so fast that honestly, I, I knew um, I had to share, share my secret with others and I knew I had found my purpose. And today it's called dashboarding. And that is, it's really a collection of habits that help people to declutter their mind and uh, live in the present. Wow, that's an incredible story. I, uh, I love how you were looking at the idea of where overwhelm begins. And, you know, and recognizing that you had become someone that you didn't want to be. Right. Right. So... It's funny. So it is, you're saying that they're habits. So are you, so you're helping people to develop new habits? Is that right? And I have to also just make a, a quick footnote here. The interesting thing about it too, is that I was already organized. Okay. It wasn't like I was not organized. I was very organized, you know, with calendars and planners and notebooks, but there was something about, there was something missing. Okay. And that's what I started to focus on. What was missing? And what was missing was really a process that would enable me to distill all the stuff in my brain. You know, you think about a closet, right? A cluttered closet. Mm -hmm. Everybody can relate to that. And everybody knows that when you are, when you've had enough with a messy closet, there pretty much are some universal steps we take to deal with it. And we usually pull everything out all at once for really good reasons. You know, we, that's so we can compare and contrast and we can start making decisions and choices that lead us to a much more organized functional space, right? Right. So dashboarding is really the same concept, but it's all about creating space in your mind, you know, not for your clothes, but really, so your best and most important thoughts have room to unfold and stretch. And really, uh, uh, very overarching, very top line is the collection of habits that make up dashboarding are focused on really three different phases. The first phase is all about um, creating space in your mind, okay? That's like decluttering your mind. The second phase is all about cultivating self-awareness. And that's really, really critical because self-awareness helps us make better decisions and choices, right? Yes. And problem solve. And then the last phase of dashboarding is really taking mindful action and taking really the distilled contents of our brain, of our mind, and taking action so we really stay connected to our priorities. So, um, 
dashboarding is very visual. It's very list oriented. Um, and I can certainly go into more detail, but ultimately uh, a lot of the habits people are very familiar with. And in many ways, they're like, oh, I, I do that or I partially do that. Um, but dashboarding lassos all of those habits and puts it in a very pragmatic framework that helps you on a day-to-day basis maintain your focus on you know, a plan for the day that really connects you to your priorities um, and goals that are informed by the mental dashboards that you create uh, during the process. Wow. Okay. Yes. I really am very curious um, to learn a little bit more about what each what you're meaning about each of those steps, mm-hmm. what's involved in them. We do need to go to a quick break. Um, so could you tell people a little bit more about where they can learn more about dashboarding and um, be able to find you? Sure. They can visit my website, which is called dashboardingminds.com. And that has information on dashboarding. Um, I also have invented some products to help people implement um, dashboarding, which I'd love to tell you about after the break, because I really think it'll help explain what dashboarding is all about. Oh, perfect. Great. So everyone, we have been talking to Gail Kreitzer. Uh, When we come back, we are going to go a bit deeper into how you can quiet your own mind as part of your personal growth plan. So hang on. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to your superpowered mind, and we are talking to Gail Kreitzer. So let me... um, Let's talk about that first step. You say you say you're creating space, and I know what you're talking about. Well, I know the idea, and I have this feeling of a of of a head that's just filled with thoughts that are swirling and competing for attention, and sometimes the less pleasant ones are dominating. How does how does dashboarding go about creating space? All right, so. I'm going, I'm going to pivot to tell you about my invention because I really think that'll help answer the question. Okay. okay. So my whole journey began actually with my tool that I inadvertently created. So um, what I did is I took a notebook and I started with one sticky note where I housed a list of to-dos. Mm-hmm. And then... Over time, I added another sticky note next to it and housed another list in there and then another sticky note. And over time, I created um, these what I call dashboards of sticky notes, which would house all different types of lists 
and organize them together depending on the different areas of my life and mind. So for example, my invention, which is called my dashboard planner, is a tool that leverages the power and simplicity of sticky notes. And it allows you to dashboard by using sticky notes to unpack your head of all the tasks, thoughts, worries, ideas, where you ultimately get to um, create lists, like I said, and it makes your brain very visible, very accessible, and very centralized. So this tool allows you to create a dashboard uh, that has that basically can house all your thoughts related to your family, to your job, all the different parts of your job, all the different parts of your personal life. Uh, it, I even help people create an empowerment dashboard where they create different lists related to their mantras, their affirmations, their bucket lists, you know, their dreams, their goals. And really what I discovered is that what is incredible about the dashboards is it's almost a form of mindfulness because you are stepping out of your own brain and you are you have the opportunity to assess the contents of your mind does that make sense yes it does and and so what i'm wondering is it something where you're organized do you give like specific questions is like yeah. what are your worries yeah. Or, yes. Okay. So I teach people how to create all different types of templates. So I might say to people, look, you know, make sure you unpack your feelings. You know, think about those self-limiting thoughts that oftentimes just pop into our brain without mm -hmm. us even realizing it as we're driving around. And for me, years, years ago, um, I had some really powerful thoughts like I am the worst mom. You know, my husband isn't hearing me. I'm exhausted. And when I unpacked those and saw those, I was like, wow, I don't want to feel this way. And it really propelled me to take a lot of action. And, you know, I, I, I go into that in, in greater detail. But ultimately, not only do I help people, you know, unpack different lists according to different areas of their life, but then I teach people to review their dashboards and ask self-reflecting questions like, do I have to do it all? What stresses me out? What makes me feel good? What do I need more time for? What do I want more time for? What is missing? What is on fire in my life? And then ultimately, I work with my clients to teach them how to create one master like daily plan. So one list, if you will, that's connected to their priorities, which is also informed by that self-reflecting kind of phase of dashboarding. Right. Wow, this is fascinating because it sounds like what you've done um, is come with uh, with a really specific process to take um, people through right getting to know each other. Because yeah. yeah, one of you know one of the things I I do with my own clients is we we keep logs of our thoughts because yes, there are we have so many beliefs and thoughts that we live by and we don't even know we're thinking them, right? right. Like you were saying, those self-limiting beliefs about ourselves or about what the world means or. Um, yes. And that's so funny that you should mention that because like 
what I tell people a lot is it's not just tasks to do's that hold us back. It's emotional baggage, right? And I know you're nodding your head going, absolutely. Exactly. (laughs) Dashboarding addresses both of those areas. And really what's so cool about the process is that almost immediately as people unpack their head and create the different dashboards so they can empty their mind completely, they find incredible relief and release. They've taken the weight of their mind and they've now put it somewhere very centralized, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the whole process, what, what invariably happens too is somebody will look at their dashboards and they'll literally think to themselves, I can't keep doing it all. And, I, and I'm like, exactly. You already knew that, but now you can see it with your mind. And it really starts to propel people to make powerful choices. And because a huge part of my self-reflecting questions is how do I create more space? What can I say no to, save for later, delegate, right? Right. Etc. So as you can tell, I'm, I'm pretty passionate. You are. <laughs> and and, and I, can see, yep. I can see how this would be so effective because this is a process that if you really want to change how you show up in the world and how you feel about what is happening to you and also change what's actually going on you need to get this awareness of everything that's in your head and this it is and it's amazing because you know every time I, I work with schools believe it or not I go into schools and share dashboarding with the administrators the teachers, the guidance counselors, you know, they, their school mindfulness is a big topic in school nowadays. And administrators are starting to realize that their own staff members need an oxygen mask, you know? Right. And, and, and even with working with individual clients, I'm, I'm, I never cease to be amazed. And I know you get this is that like when somebody comes to me, they want to be more organized. But when I start you know, really digging, it's not about organizing. It, it's not necessarily about organization. You know, they want to save their marriage or they want to get healthy or they want to be present with their kids. You know what I mean? Like that's the real magic is when you start to really uncover with people why they want to live in the present. You know, what is it that's being compromised because they are not here now? Right. And there's a way in which they know that they're not living um, yes. to their true potential or in alignment with what is most important to them, but don't know how to even go about figuring out. Of course, because yeah. I, I always say to my clients, like, you know, the, the habits that we've learned, you know, everybody learns how to be organized differently, right? Like, it's not like we all sat down in school and they said, all right, this is how you do it. We all kind of develop our own system. And over the years, as you know, it's really focused on productivity and efficiency. And I think that's what's gotten us into this mess. Is that there's, there is no way to win. If that's what your system is all about being efficient, I, I have observed that what happens is you just end up working harder, faster, and longer to try to keep up. So you have to work at plug into some sort of process and tool that helps you get to less. Right. So how do the people then 
Because I know with so many of my clients, they feel as if they can't say no. Like right. that they, there's nobody else who can do it. So how do you, is there a step in the process that, that walks them through that? Absolutely. And that's the part, that's really the phase two where the rubber meets the road. And that's the part where you are assessing the contents of your mind. And I'm telling, you know, dashboarding works in conjunction with your calendar. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, ultimately one of the biggest things that I work with my clients on is saying, you can see that it's too much. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's focus on how we create more space and let's review all the different ways that you could start doing that today. And that's, how and then we have more time to really dig into the more complicated problems right because life is not just a simple checklist you know sometimes there is something in someone's life that's on fire and i will tell you the why of my business and this will be a good example so sure as i was as this was beginning to unfold and i started to feel so much more in control of my business of my life i realized you know hey i have to share this with other people but it wasn't until my eldest daughter, who's in 10th grade, she was in fourth grade at the time, um, developed this very dis- very bizarre, for lack of a better word, um, mysterious health condition that I really understood the power of dashboarding. So I'll explain. So she came down with this really uh, mysterious health condition that brought our whole family to its knees. It was a very painful time. We did not know what was going on with her. All the doctors were like, you know, she's fine. She's just difficult. And I kept thinking to myself, okay, she's not just difficult. And I remember one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure out what's going on with her. And I took my tool, my dashboard planner with sticky notes, and I created uh, a dashboard that had different sticky notes that represented different receptacles of all the moving parts of figuring out what was going on with her. Okay. Doctor, therapies, research, books I needed to read, read, support groups, nutrition. Okay. So as I was navigating this, I had everything laid out in front of me. Okay. And after about a year and a half, I figured out what was going on with her. Okay. Wow. And yep. And, and I remember it was so, in, it was so validating and incredible. I was like, I knew it. And I figured out, and even though, you know, there's really no cure for what she has. Um, it is just knowing is so valuable. And I tell people that, you know, now I don't have, you know, a big, huge dashboard dedicated to her health. I have one sticky note now because it's under control. Do you know what I mean? So that's the piece that I work with people. But I had to, as I was diving into this piece, I had to create space for it. And that's what I work with my clients on. Like, all right, if you know, you know, you need to create space. And there really are many ways you can do that in your life. If you start focusing on that, like I'm sure you know, you can delegate things. You can say, no, thank you. I, I would joke with people, like, all you have to do if somebody says, hey, would you be willing to blah, blah, blah? You could say, I'd love to, but have you seen my dashboards? Like, make a joke out of it. Like, you know, love to help you, but I got enough going on, right? right. 
And so you really start to see that honestly on your own and you, it builds your own confidence. So you actually are feeling much more equipped to say to somebody, no, thank you. I can't, I don't have the bandwidth. Whereas before, you know, you didn't have all this, this information at your fingertips and maybe you felt guilty and you found yourself saying yes. Now you're much more connected to yourself because dashboarding helps you do that. Right. And then be able to say no without feeling guilty with, you know, just being very clear that that's the right decision. I, I, this is a little bit of a non sequitur, but I used to, I went through a period where, you know, I have three daughters too, where so busy where I would say, you know what, I can't take on anything else unless I want to let you down. Like I, I, I know at this point, unless my goal is to, um, is to not meet your, your de- deadlines, um, yeah. I can't do it. So, right. Yes. And you've got to have, you have to kind of cultivate that confidence, right? And that connection to yourself to right. be able to, you know, look and confidently say, can't do it. And, and I'm also really big into semantics, right? It's not just what you say, it's how you say. So I work a lot with my clients on that. When we start to navigate some of the trickier things, you know, that isn't, it's not just a quick to do. Right. <laughs> it could be a difficult conversation with a spouse or a boss or a coworker. We talk about unpacking that. And I've seen incredible movement and transformations um, with that. Yes. In terms of the, the, your, the words they're using, you know, the one that um, when I'm working with people to really help them you know, change their habits. One of the things that's so funny is, you know, for example, if they're trying to eat more healthily and, you know, the dialogue in their head is I can't eat this and I can't do that. And, you know, reminding them, well, no, you actually can. You chose this. Mm-hmm. Is you choosing this. Exactly. And that's such, it's words, but it's such a different meaning. So I, I love how, you're presenting a way to get all of those thoughts and those beliefs out so you can look at them at once and see the patterns. Yes. Yes. Um, And that is why, I mean, I really have found my purpose because it transformed my life on every level with, with my husband, with my children, with myself. And I know I've now been, you know, teaching dashboard for a little over four years and what I find over and over again is people don't have any difficulty identifying their priorities. What is so much more difficult is staying connected to them. And that's what dashboarding is all about is helping you clear away the clutter and shrinking your priorities. So they become, you know, goals and tangible and really lead you to your, where you want it, where you want to go and where you're headed. So Yes, that's amazing. So now with your product, yes, do you, is it something that you buy and does yeah. it come with all the questions and all the guidance? Cause I know yeah. it sounds like you're, you work with people, but is this something people can do on their own? Yeah. So I try really hard to uh, create a bunch of options for people, right? So I do work with groups um, at, like I said, at schools and businesses, but I also work with individuals and I have people that come up to me and they go, you know, I, I, I need more. I want more. Um, and so what I do is I have two products on my website. So two different versions of my dashboard planner, which you can purchase. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and each, and with your purchase, you get, you know, an overview of the nine habits that make up dashboarding. What's also on my website uh, within my shop page is a self a self study guide. I call it the My Navigation Guide. It's an e manual, and it has. It's available for purchase and you can, it walks you through every step of dashboarding. It has, you know, uh, example photos, uh, lots of um, instructions and video tutorial links, right? And then the other piece is I do do private coaching uh, for people that want a much more individualized, uh, personalized, and we, we can go much deeper Um, dashboarding ends up being the foundation for a lot of things, you know, like time management and um, lots of things. So that's what I offer my clients. So you can um, come check out my products, my self-study guide, and you can, you know, certainly inquire about the different coaching options that I offer. And you can even invite me to your school or your organization. Uh, My passion is really presenting this to groups. Um, And, you know, that's a passion of mine. Wow. That is great. That's, and I can, I can feel your passion. And as somebody, you know, who works with people to help them to, to quiet their mind and to, to feel and know that they're really living Mm -hmm. their best life, what it is that is best for them. I can see how this is such a a great technique. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I joke. I never, I never planned on being an expert in what I call mental empowerization. You know, I really hope to be a rock star, but that didn't really work out. <laughs> I like that mental empowerization and a yes. maker up or a maker upper of words too. So there we go. Yeah. So right. So remi- remind people again where they can find the dashboard products. Sure, they can just visit my website at uh, dashboardingminds.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but really Facebook is going to direct you to my website. Um, and that's just the best way to reach me is through my website. Lots of information on there. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your processes with this. It sounds like a really interesting um, and valuable um, way of organizing the mind. Well, thank you. I, I I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm really pragmatic. You know, at the end of the day, I like, I'm action oriented. And I found that oftentimes you go to hear speakers or you go see something and you're inspired, but then like two weeks later it has waned, you know? And so I really focused on how do I help people implement and take action? And for me, it started and ended honestly with sticky notes, not an app. And um, I'm having a great time. And really great to to be on your podcast. So thank you. You're welcome. And listeners, all of you, thank you for being here. Between now and next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 